Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street off Brown. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one right now. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned, student-staffed destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, Flyer fans, what's good? Welcome to another season of UD Roundball. It's good to have him back. John Bedell alongside former Flyer Josh Pastorino here with you live from Flanagan's Pub. Sorry, kids, no music until 10. Dating a winner, 76-69. Josh, a seven-point win in a game that didn't count. Nice tune-up, though, for the Flyers. Uh, working some kinks out, but that's okay because... Josh, it is really early in this campaign. You know what? And sometimes when you look at it, sometimes the best thing is you get to see in these exhibition games what you really need to improve on before your home opener. And so I think, you know, Archie mentioned it a little bit in his comments, but you really get to dissect different parts of your game from playing a different opponent and um, in a live atmosphere with fans and everything like that. I got to say, this is uh, this Flyers team starting up. Josh is tremendously helping my uh, Indians. Sad, the little one. I know it was a tough week for the you. The little, the little wahoos that could, man, finally, <laughs> finally ran out of gas at the finish line. But uh, it's never a bad baseball season when your team, as an Indians fan for me, took me until literally college basketball season for the Dayton Flyers was tomorrow. They went into midnight, past midnight, Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Uh, but uh, it's it's really good to have this team back, Josh. It's it, it, I, I remember when this when this season ended all the way back in March. Gosh, it feels like a lifetime ago. Just with uh, the game that that shall not be mentioned right. against that team from New York. We, yeah, we, we don't want to. We'll never about, talk about that one again. Talk about some team in orange or something like that. <laughs> when it ended back in March, Josh, I thought, man, we got to wait until November for this team to start playing basketball again because it just left such a bad taste in your mouth the way that season ended. Um, it's good to have the Flyers back. It really is. You know, just coming in tonight, seeing everybody in their red again, a sold-out exhibition game at the University of Dayton Arena. Who does that, by the way? Not many people. That's why this is one of the best fan bases in the country. That's right. If not the best. And, um, you know, it just it should be picked up by a lot of, you know, national outlets. But selling out your exhibition game, you know who does that? Like Kentucky and Arizona and Syracuse does because they yeah. have 30,000 fans, you know? Yeah. It, it's it's – uh, it's a unique thing, and, and uh, it's just great to see those guys out there again and everybody uh, gearing up for a good season. I want to mention this because I had a VCU fan today attempt attempt mm-hmm. to troll me on Twitter, talking about, oh, you guys got a sellout. That's cute. Is that new for you? I said, listen, the key word here is exhibition against it. Now, no disrespect to Finley. Josh, and a sellout, and you're putting 13,000 butts in seats for an exhibition game against a Division II opponent the week of Halloween. Yeah. That's incredible. It's incredible. It just shows, you know, the demand is there for Dayton basketball. And people yeah. have been waiting and waiting since that bad taste in your mouth back in March, um, you know, with the with the last loss in the NCAA tournament. But, um, you know, this team, th- these three, that senior class of those three guys are on pace to be the winningest senior class in the history of Dayton basketball. You know, and so – People want to see it. This is a, this is their year. I'll tell you what's wild about this senior class, Josh. When you look at and the guys who have been here for all four years, Scucci, Kyle Davis, Kendall Pollard, and you throw Charles Cook in there because yep. eligibility-wise, this is his senior year. Yep. On one hand, it feels like they've been here forever, Josh. 
But on the other hand, it's like, are they they're seniors? This is it. This is it for this 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 core, really, that's been the core of this team, Josh, since that Elite Eight run when they were freshmen. And Pollard, you know, really had his coming out party in that tournament run that year. They really did. It was just a winning group. You know, they, they just win when they do things. They, they know how to win. Um, none of them are just unbelievable players, you know, that, you know, you could say, all right, well, this is, this guy, these guys are lottery picks or anything like that. They all could have definitely have post, you know, post-graduation careers. But um, they are, they're, this team just, these guys know how to win. And, and you know what? If they make the NCAA tournament this year, it'll be the fourth time in a row they've done it. It's never happened in Dayton basketball ever. I was going to say that. I've been having a lot of people ask me the last few weeks, Josh, man, what do you think about this Flyers team? What do you think about this Flyers team? What are they going to do? And the only thing I've said every time is, I'll just say this, it's going to be another really fun year. And they are on the doorstep of history. And, and to think, Josh, that Archie Miller is on the threshold of doing something with this group that has never been done, even with all those great Donahue teams over the years. This program is, they're trying to do something they've never done and make right. that tournament four straight years. This could be a really special year here for it the really Flyers. It really could. And the best thing about it now, and we everybody talks about it in the offseason, how excited they are, but now you really get to work at it now. You know, yes. you're out there playing, and what can you do about it? Because, you know, if we hear it 10 times a week, these guys hear it 30 times a week, you know, the yeah. players. So now they actually get to, you know, have a little action plan of how they're going to get there. And yeah. tonight really just, you know, Archie, you could hear it in his voice. They have a long, long way to go to make the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah. They're certainly not there yet, but this is a one step in the process. And I think what fans of, of this fan base have started to do a little better in previous year, the recent years, Josh, is really enjoy the ride. Enjoy. We, I, I think we spent so many years and we were kind of wandering in the desert, not, you know, making the tournament every year or very often, kind of looking ahead to March all the time. I think fans are doing a better job of enjoy this ride, man, because now March is great. Don't get me wrong, but this is the start of what's going to be a really fun season between now and March. They're just now starting to soak it all in. There's a, there's a greater appreciation for the ride instead of just the end of it. Get ready to jump on next Friday, a week from today. Again. Here it goes. A week from today, we get started. Flyers tuning up tonight with a 76-69 win over the XC, the uh, Finley Oilers. John Bedell, Josh Pastorino with you here for Flyer Feedback. Live from Flying Against Bub. More of it on the other side right here on the Home of the Flyers. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic on air, online at WHIO.com and at the WHIO app. The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. If he doesn't work, he'll only make bad deals. We'll have to unscramble him. We're better off. Trump and Hershey, Pennsylvania. They turned out in Chicago today to celebrate the Cubs' first World Series championship since 1908. The Cubs could win 20 more in a row, and there'll never be one like this one. Police estimate some 5 million fans lined the parade route and attended a rally. Fox News. We report. You decide. For good news in Dayton, this is Neil Ratliff, Senior Vice President, Commercial Banking for West Banco Bank. Miami Industrial Trucks, headquartered in Moraine, Ohio, is a material handling distributor, selling, renting, and servicing cost-effective, high-quality material handling products and systems to solve problems for all types of business. The company was started in 1956 with only six employees. 
Today, they have over 155 employees in four locations. Miami Industrial Trucks was awarded the Dealer of the Year Award for 2015, the 22nd time in 23 years they have been recognized as one of the premier material dealers in the United States. Mark Jones, President, and all of the dedicated employees at Miami Industrial Trucks, you are good news for Dayton. Good news in Dayton is brought to you by Grender Landscaping Company, Park and Go Airport Parking, and West Banco Bank. For more information, visit goodnewsindayton.com. Why climb the corporate ladder when you can take the elevator to the top? The University of Dayton Center for Leadership offers a 12-month Emerging Leader Certificate program to help high-potential leaders find success in executive-level roles. The next certificate starts January 18th. For more information, visit leadership at udayton.edu or call 937-229-3115. The University of Dayton Center for Leadership, helping you transform leaders who transform lives. Strong leadership shouldn't be confined to the top of your organization. Having first-level supervisors who can engage, manage, and inspire your workforce is important now more than ever. The University of Dayton Center for Leadership offers a six-month supervisory leadership certificate program that combines mentoring, assessments, and 10 days of hands-on interactive training. The next class starts on January 19th. Visit leadership.udayton.edu or call 937-229-3115. Why climb the corporate ladder when you can take the elevator to the top? The University of Dayton Center for Leadership offers a 12-month Emerging Leader Certificate program to help high-potential leaders find success in executive-level roles. The next certificate starts January 18th. For more information, visit leadership at udayton.edu or call 937-229-3115. The University of Dayton Center for Leadership, helping you transform leaders who transform lives. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, what's good? Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. Hey, who's here for Parents Weekend? All right, hey. Hey, go Flyers! Hey, Thanks. we thought you all—we thought everyone was here to see our show tonight. No, what are you talking about? No way. Flyer feedback. It's award-winning radio program. We got him. All right. Hey, that's right. Go Flyers! Go America, baby! Uh, John Vidal, Josh Pastorino here with you, live at Flanny's as we are recapping a uh, 76-60. Hey, yeah, right in for POTUS, Archie Miller. 76-69, Dayton Flyers winner in a game that didn't count tonight. Josh, a nice tune-up as they get ready for their uh, season opener next week with the team in college basketball that uh, probably has the best hashtag. And this is a true story. Austin P. Their, their, their hashtag is uh, Go P. Yes, it is. It's, Austin uh, P. You, you can never miss it. You can never miss it. They come across and... Uh, Good people, good school, and yeah. it'll be a great opener. As the season gets I'm sure going. Our, student, our student section might have something for that on Friday. I think they probably yeah. could. Those English majors really shining yeah. uh, with the written word there. Yeah. 4 5 7 12, is the number of Flyers fans, or you can tweet me at jbudlwhio. Uh, Alicia just tweeted me, and she wants to know, Alicia on Twitter, Kyle Davis injury at the end of the game, any update? I believe Josh Larry said it, it was, I wasn't there to see it. We were here at the bar when it happened. 
Uh, but I believe Larry said it was it just looked like he was cramping up. It looked like that. I heard maybe he tweaked his ankle a little bit right there at the end, but uh, we certainly didn't get an update yet on it of yeah. where he's at. But uh, it didn't seem like anything too serious, you know, uh, the way everyone was talking uh, right there at the end of the game. There you go. So, Alicia, on Twitter, you can do just like she did and tweet me at jvidlwhio. Tweet me. I may read your question on the air. Keep it clean, though. we got the FCC listening. Or you can call us up at 457-1290, which is where we go right now, to uh, Leslie is on the phone. Leslie, welcome to Flyer Feedback. Hi, John. Hi, Josh. It's Leslie from Ideal Travel. Happy to be sponsoring the show again this season, but unable to get in the microphone because of the huge crowd at Flanagan's tonight. It's a good night here at Flanagan's, Leslie. Definitely. Well, we don't want to miss the opportunity to start promoting those opportunities for the Flyer fans to take the road to follow their Flyers. We're not able to get anybody else on the road for the Anaheim trip coming up, but we do have a wonderful motor coach trip coming up to Chicago in December. Two nights in downtown Chicago, motor coach transportation, 325 per person based on double occupancy. We'll talk more about it on the mic next Friday. Flyer fans, good to be back with everyone. Go Flyers! Leslie from Ideal Travel checking in for the first time this season. Leslie, thank you. Flyers winner tonight, 76-69. This is your show, Flyer fans. We want to hear from you. What you think about the Flyers winner over the Oilers? 457-1290. Tweet me at jbedellwhio. Or if you're here with us at a packed line again tonight, you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic. And that is where we go for the first time tonight. First time this season, in fact. Bob and Dayton. Hey, uh, John, Josh. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh these guys gave me a little bit of a coronary problem today, uh, particularly in the first half. Uh, well, it's going to be a long season for you, Bob. I may be. You can't get the, that worked up, Bob. It's just an <laughs> exhibition game already. So. Well, but you, you know what, though? The one really bright spot I saw, especially with Kendall Powered not available, was Josh Cunningham. That was a really fantastic game he had tonight, and it really portends what I think is going to be really crucial for this team. They need the inside strength. They need that energy. He showed it tonight, particularly in the second half. He really did. I mean, you saw a glimpse of what he can be uh, tonight. Uh, 18 points, five rebounds. Thought he probably, uh, you know, should have had more. He takes up a ton of space. Um, Archie says he's one of the best rebounders he's had. And uh, he's seen. He's got great hands. Some people just have a feel for the ball. Um, those things. He... He's had some big rebounding games his freshman year at Bradley versus some big teams that he's dominated the backboards. We're going to see a great Josh Cunningham. And the best thing about it, you have him for another three years. You know, now, he's, a, he's a good kid and can do a lot for us. Now, have you heard anything with regard to how they'll play him with Pollard when Pollard does get back, uh, back on his feet? Yeah, I've been over at practice some and, and, and obviously have seen him over the last few weeks. Um, doing some of that stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's all about matchups and kind of where they'll both play. Um, they both are good defenders. Uh, but they both have a hard time but have a hard time playing the wing, uh, playing a, a quick guard on the wing. So, um, you know, they're going to have to go at it um, as a team to defend bigger guys all the time. So I think it's kind of, you saw Josh Cunningham fouled out tonight. He was our muscle in there tonight. Yeah. You know, we can't have we, we can't have him fouling out. We need him on the floor. So, uh, you know, that was a product of Kendall not being there too. But uh, they're both going to add a lot, and I think you'll see Archie kind of change up how they play according to matchups. Now, the get off the stage is this. 
Uh, we've seen Finley. Finley's obviously a good quality Division II team. We got Austin P for the opener. How do you compare these two, and what do you think uh, uh, the Flyers are going to need to do in order to match up uh, and, and take these guys down? Well, I think the first thing is the hats off to the Finley program. They came in here, guns blazing, man. They were ready to they were ready to play, knocking down shots in our face. They came out with a little more energy than we did, which was surprising. Archie said maybe a little. I thought it was a little jitters too. You could kind of see it when you get a little tight. You're not as aggressive, you know. So, but Finley did that to us. So they came in toughness, did a great job. Austin P is going to be very similar. They're kind of a freewheeling group who's coached really well. That coach has been there for a long, long time. Um, they've got some probably a little bit more athletic team than Finley, but. Um, as you know, Finley could have won this game tonight. Austin P can win the game Friday night. It's not out of que- out of the question that you know you can lose one of these games, and uh, you know Dayton can't afford that. So this week is going to be so important on improving the team uh, leading up to the home opener. Well, and then you got St. Mary's coming not too much further yeah. behind, so it's going to yeah. be an interesting yeah. month of. Uh, I don't even want to think about that St. Mary's team right now after that performance tonight. So. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, we got a W, even if it didn't count. Yep. Let's see if it can translate it to a real W next Friday. Thanks, guys. Go Flyers. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, and this November, you know, you look at that early schedule, Josh. You know, you go Austin P to open up next week. Then that next Tuesday, you got no uh, Alabama in Tuscaloosa as a part of the uh, ESPN 24-hour tip-off marathon. Uh, you get St. Mary's at Dayton. Then you go uh, to Anaheim for your exempt tournament. You get Nebraska, and depending on winning or lose against Cornhuskers, you get into the winners or the losers bracket out there, and that's Huskers. You're looking at a possibility UCLA, Portland, some other teams out there. Winthrop, St. Joe's College, East Tennessee State, Northwestern in Chicago on a neutral floor. Vanderbilt, that's the return game from the home and home we started last year with the Commodores. VMI, and then for the first time, Josh, in a long, long time, your 8-10 conference season starts before New Year's Day. You get LaSalle on Friday, December 30th. So for the first time in years, just before New Year's Day in December uh, is when your A-10 slate starts already in earnest before the new year. Yeah, it is a heck of a schedule. I mean, this is one of the you know, toughest schedule, non-conference schedules they've played. Um, some great teams coming in, but this team really has to improve quickly because the yeah. competition steps up drastically. That Alabama team is a good team. They had a great end of the season. I thought they did a, their coaching staff did an excellent job. The rest, you know, after the getting beat here, um, you know, Alabama really improved in the SEC and uh, throughout the year. That's a very tough game. And then St. Mary's, St. Mary's is going to be the best team that most everyone in the Dayton area had seen coming to the arena in years. Oh God, I mean, it, this team has won 30 games. They yeah, got everybody I mean, back. They're top 10 good. Not not just not just top 25. Yeah. They are top 10 good and. These guys know that. This St. Mary's team is tough. I was going to say, Josh, it's probably been since, I mean, Pitt in 09. I mean, seriously, I'm hard-pressed to think of a team, as you mentioned, that we've seen come to the arena that's that's as as good as the St. Mary's Gale squad. I mean, I I think it'd probably be since Pitt that we've seen a team that's quality. It probably is since Pitt. You know, a couple good Ole Miss teams came in, you know, that made the tournament maybe, um, you know, but... Um, maybe a couple NIT games in the you know around that time too yeah. maybe but there's no one in the last five years that's coming here four years maybe or five that's coming here that's as good as St. Mary's nobody and, and I think too Josh what and not to put too much pressure on these guys or you know put too much emphasis on any one stretch of games but 
I mean, Josh, let's be honest, for the last three years, what's what's given this team more than anything, three consecutive tournament berths, is this stretch in November. This team has made its hay, Josh, in November. Look at two year, uh, three years ago, the uh, Elite Eight run started in Maui, getting Baylor, or almost getting Baylor, getting Gonzaga, uh, and getting Cal in Maui, and then losing to uh, uh, Baylor to bookend those two wins, or in the middle of those two wins. Uh, year, year after that, I mean, they're always stacking up these really crucial non-conference wins that really build the resume going into the conference season Where if, to the point where if they just kind of hold serve in the A-10, they can get in. Uh, and it's really been just the philosophy of how they, they schedule, Josh, the only thing in mind with this non-conference slate is what are we going to do to give ourselves the best chance to build a resume so that come Selection Sunday, we're not sweating it out. Get to the NCAA tournament. That is the goal, and that is the way uh, Archie runs his program. That is um, from Neil Sullivan, the athletic director, yeah. all the way down. That is the goal of the program, and they do everything to be in the NCAA tournament. And that should be the goal. This is a yeah. top 30 program in the country that year in and year out over the last you know three, four years here. That's been just tremendous. So... But you talk about big wins. What about that Iowa win last year? I mean, That was probably those, the best win on the resume by the end of the year. Yeah, you look yeah. at that. How long did that take us? I mean, that took us all the way into the tournament. Um, oh, yeah. That's why these games are just so important right now that um, that are coming up. You've got to win. You've got to win these big games versus, versus these high RPI teams. Because to be honest with you, your RPI is not going to improve too much in the A10 season. No. It's just not. No. You know, so um, you know if you're in the ACC, you have. 15 top 50 games built in your schedule. Yeah, de facto. Yeah, you don't, don't have, have that to. here. And you can't get these guys to come and play here because they get beat. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, a, it's a tough thing, but Dayton has to get a lot better in the next couple weeks if, if they're going to get some wins. I want to talk about a couple guys, Josh, actually three here, two that are not with this team, one that is. The, the, the two that we lost in incredibly different ways this offseason. Uh, one, Steve McElvain. I think that's one that... Uh, is still uh, forefront on the mind of a lot of people because uh, the kid was just so beloved, Josh. I mean, and it stirred up, you know, a lot of memories for guys of uh, your era with the loss of um, Chris Daniels, Daniels. Chris yeah. Daniels yep. almost 20 years, you know, yep. to the month. Um, a lot of painful memories for people. But losing Steve, um, you know, it's sort of the elephant in the room, Josh, is, is just now as we sort of distance ourselves from his loss, which really wasn't all that long ago in May, is now this team's got to look at, you know, how do they move on? I think, one, Josh, emotionally, that's got to be so hard for this team to be able to, I think, start a new campaign and now move on with another season without Steve. How do you even go about that? What are these kids feeling as they're starting this campaign now without one of their really brothers? Yeah, you now, know, I, it, it's hard. It's, uh, you know, I was around when, when Chris Daniels, I was a freshman player here at Dayton when Chris Daniels died, and that was in the middle of the season. That was in a February. Um, yeah. You know, we had to go play Fordham and stuff. And I just, you know, thinking back at kind of how we dealt with it, you know, we were playing at the time, so it kind of helped us kind of go through that. But there's no script on how you – there's no game plan uh, how you deal with this. You know, everyone deals with it a little bit differently. I think they're all just kind of there for each other. Obviously, Dayton's done a great job of, you know, providing whatever needed for the team. Absolutely. Um, and coaches. I mean, these guys are so close with, with these players, um, fans, everybody. But, you know, 
I think the trip overseas helped to move on a little bit. Yeah. I think the them, um, you know, practicing for a while. I think they they kind of could get used to not playing with Steve. I don't know if they'll ever be used to it, but uh, they're going to have to learn their way to win without him. And that's that's kind of you're going to see that as a work in progress. You know, and how they're going to play, how the best lineups, the best you know philosophy, how they're going to change, tweak the offense, tweak the defense a little bit. And I think that's all. This team can really grow over the season. I think uh, we knew it was coming uh, for uh, weeks, well, months now, really, that we're going to have some sort of visible sign on the jersey, Josh, whether it was a black stripe or a number or a logo or whatever. Uh, we finally saw that tonight. They're wearing a black number five on the left shoulder of their jersey, kind of right over their hearts uh, in that area. That's a nice touch for Steve this year. You see that a lot with teams, you know, black yep. circle with their initials or the stripe or something, but the black number five on the jersey, I think a nice touch to, uh, to, to big Steve this year. It is. It is. You got, I think you kind of have to channel your feelings and emotions into – all right, let's play hard for Steve. What would Steve have wanted us to do? You know, yeah. that's how you got to – you can't just always be angry at it or why did this happen. You, you almost have to channel it into let's play together for him, you know, and that's kind of what he would want. He was an emotional leader yeah. type guy. So yeah, he was. Um, but, yeah, nice touch by, by Dayton to do that on the uniforms, and uh, they'll always think about him. I know that. I think that's true for a lot of fans, too. He's the guy I always remember, Josh, is the big, big smile and – Giving a lot of love to his teammates back on the floor after he just, you know, threw down a dunk after an assist and about ripped that backboard off. Great kid. Certainly missed by a lot of Flyers fans. John Bedell and Josh Pastorino here with you for Flyer Feedback, live from Flanagan's Pub. Dayton a winner tonight, 76-69. The Flyers are undefeated this year in games that don't count, and it'll stay that way. More Flyer Feedback on the other side of this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, folks. It's me again to let you know that we've just unloaded a semi-load of fresh new landscape plants of all types. We have nice dwarf Alberta spruce, mugo pines, taxus, pyramid arborvita for privacy hedge, lots of nice boxwoods, magnolias, white pines, dwarf blue spruce, topiary shrubs, fat Albert blue spruce, and dwarf Japanese red maples, and dozens of other varieties of shrubs. We also have thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, and fruit trees, and weeping trees. One of the most popular trees is the Cleveland Select Flowering Pear, which blooms in the spring with nice white blossoms. Every yard should have one. Our six-acre garden center at 1309 Brand Pike is Dayton's biggest, and we've been in business since 1963. Come out and see why. on the national stage. And I'm afraid the election's going to be rigged. I have to be honest. Others worry about voting machine security. This particular machine is the most hackable of them all. Could cyber attacks sway the election? The Russians or the Chinese clearly have the capability. The I-Team investigates what's fact and what's fiction. It's just flatly false. And how your vote is protected. We have worked with Homeland Security, cybersecurity experts. Defending Democracy, Monday beginning at 5 on News Center 7. Get ready for great music. Miami Valley Gaming welcomes funk rock legends War to the Grandstand Friday, November 18th. Tickets on sale now. Buy your tickets today at MiamiValleyGaming.com. 
War at Miami Valley Gaming. Just off I-75 at exit 29. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966. Vehicles that are recreational with savings that are sensational at Tom's Toys Fall Clearance Sale going on now. Go to www.tomstoys.net and check out their inventory. Then come to 925 Upper Valley Pike Springfield or 2445 Columbus Lancaster Road, Lancaster. Save thousands on closeout 2016 travel trailers. Fifth week motorhomes, park models, and retro models. Several units under 3,000 pounds. Get a sway bar kit, hoses, and a TV free with new vehicle purchase. Ask about no payments until 2017. The best deals now on RVs, just in time for snowbird traveling at Tom's Toys in Springfield and Lancaster. Check them out at tomstoys.net. Why wait till next year when you can save thousands this year on Tom's Toys' amazing selection of RVs by Dutchman. Denali, Voldy, Jasper Trail, Kodiak, and Aerolite. There's an RV just right for you. Get a sway bar kit, hoses, and TV free with new vehicle purchase. Tom's Toys Fall Clearance Sale. You'll be surprised how much RV you can get for years of traveling and camping fun. Will you be able to protect and provide for your family after you're gone? Join us on November 10th as we bring our free live event to Dayton. Get to FinancialEngines.com and click on Live Events or call 937-431-1925 to get signed up today. You're invited to explore Chaminade Julianne Catholic High School's beautiful downtown campus home and your child's many opportunities for learning and leadership at CJ's Open House Sunday, November 6th from 2 to 4. Tour revitalized learning spaces, including newly renovated CJ Auditorium and Roger Glass Stadium, home of the CJ Eagles. New opportunities in performing arts and athletics inspire students to become lifelong learners and people of compassion, integrity, and service. Highlights of what you'll experience during your visit are available at cjeagles.org. Come explore CJ. All are welcome. Head to the Bill Goodman Got a Knife Show at the Clark County Fairgrounds this weekend. I-70 East, exit 59 Springfield, Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 9 to 4. Call a buddy, tell a friend, and buy, sell, trade. Don't you dare miss this big gun show. Skies will be mostly clear. Going to be a chilly night tonight. Could be some patchy frost in spots where we dip into the 30s. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, for the last time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. John Bedell, former Flyer Josh Pastorino here with you for Flyer Feedback. The Flyers a winner tonight, 76-69 in a game that did not count. Their exhibition tune-up against the Finley Oilers as the Flyers now look ahead, Josh, to the regular season schedule as they uh, will welcome the Austin, uh, Austin P into the arena a week from tonight as we get the 2016-17 campaign underway. It's going to be exciting, I tell you. You know what's really exciting, though, as a coaching staff is you get to go watch this film from the Finley games, and you really get to break it down and show certain players or how they need to improve to, to be able to beat Austin P and to be able to then think about Alabama and St. Mary's coming up. You know, this is a really fun week uh, from a coaching perspective on improving the team, you know, and I, yeah. I think the, the, guys will, the guys will enjoy it too because they know they have to get better. One thing they probably could improve on is uh, something I believe Austin Vandalia wants to talk about. That's rebounds. Austin, welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind? Hello. Austin and Vandalia. Yep. Austin, you're breaking up, bud. Sorry, we're going to have to uh, 
cut that off. Thanks for the call, Austin. We appreciate, though. Uh, trying to get a hold of us here on Flyer Feedback. You can do like Austin did if you want to get on the show. 457-1290. You can tweet me at jbedellwhio. Or you can uh, take advantage of the Bud Light mic if you're here at uh, Flanagan's Pub tonight, which is packed for either Parents Weekend or the, our radio show. We're, we're pretty sure it's the latter, but we have we don't have the technology to tell. <laughs> I'm uh, sure it's it the latter, John. It's got to be the latter. Sure it's it's fine radio program. Are you kidding me? Josh, uh, we talked about a big loss the last segment. I want to talk about a couple additions uh, this year. Uh, one is almost an addition and a loss at the same time, and that is Kostas Atenenkunpo. Um, oh, glad I don't was, have to say that name a whole lot this year. Was, was that close? Good. That was pretty good right there. As yeah. I told you before we came on here, I spent a lot of time watching his brother Gianni uh, with, the, with the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA, say his name, try to hear it over and over again to be able to get it right because looking at it phonetically is one thing, but, man, it is, it's a bear to try to pronounce even Ooh. with that. Uh, but with Kostas, we'll just call him Kostas. We'll go by his first name. Uh, highly touted recruit, uh, Josh, top 150 kid. Uh, but to pump the brakes a little bit for the excitement, he was the only top 150 recruit not signed at the time he was picked up. So I would say there's maybe a reason for that, just to temper a little bit. Yep. Because uh, he is uh, incredibly raw. Uh, but Josh, he was real, a partial qualifier by the NCAA. So while he can't go to class and school and everything like that, can't play this year so much like the aforementioned Steve McElvain last segment uh, much like Steve ruled a partial qualifier and I think really Josh it's I'm not trying to be too rose-colored sunglasses here but really I think it's good for Costas with as raw as he is Josh to get a year to come in here and a year where he really wasn't going to play a whole lot I don't think behind Cunningham Pollard and Cook to just get a basically a, a red shirt year yeah I agree I think it's a blessing in disguise you know for for that kid's um, long-term improvement I think, you know, he came in at 6'10", 195, with a 7'2", wingspan. You know, he's got to put on about 15 pounds, you know, which is hard to do with those big, long bodies. That's hard to do. But he's going to be eating right, you know, doing a strength program. Um, They'll be on him every single day about all those things. Um, But him just going and watching how these guys operate and how they really approach each practice and game and getting better, how they approach academics, how they handle themselves, how these seniors do, is going to pay huge dividends for that kid down the road. I mean, he he's going to know, you know, he, he he's raw. Be honest, he's raw. Yeah. You know, he's a talent, but he's really raw. And he had a long way to go basketball-wise also to be, you know, be a big contributor for Dayton. So I think this year will be great for him. Uh, he can start practicing um, second semester if he passes nine hours. Um, nice kid, bright kid. Um, should have no problem, hopefully, on that. And, uh, you know, then he can start. He's basically part of the team. He's raw, but he certainly has got the gene pool thing going for him. They call his older brother the Greek freak. If we get the Greek freak junior, Josh, I think there's going to be a lot of happy Flyer fans that Archie Miller was able to put pen to pad with this young fella and bring him here to Dayton. We just need a little glimpse of his brother. That's all we need. Atena Kunpo, there you go. Flyer fans, you got a whole season to practice saying a kid's last name before he's in a uniform. Another really fine addition, Josh, a guy that reminds me a couple of years ago of how Charles Cook came into this program as a guy we didn't see for a year because he transferred. And everybody, I remember when Charles Cook came here, guys like that I do the show with, like you and Brooks and Keith, everybody goes to practice, and I tell you what, this Charles Cook kid can hoop. And when he gets on the court, and sure enough, 
this Cunningham kid, Josh, you and Keith and Brooks and Nate, you guys all told me the exact same thing. This Cunningham kid is going to be a serious player when he gets a uniform. And I think we saw flashes of that tonight. He's good. Fun. He is good. He's got great hands, has a nose for the ball, can really rebound it. He's been great in practice. He's changed his body. Look what this past year has done for him. He had shoulder surgery, too, so he was out for a while. But he's changed his body. He's done a great job, and he's going to be a physical presence for the Flyers all year long. That's going to do it for us tonight, Flyers fans. We thank you for tuning in. One more time, Dayton a winner, 76-69 in an exhibition game where the Finley Oilers. Our next game is a week from tonight. Bud Light pregame starts at 6. Larry and Bucky with the call at 7 as Austin P comes to call in at the arena. We will see you on the radio a week from tonight, Flyers fans. Until then, for my partner Josh Pastorino, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers.